Welcome to the About Seth podcast, where we're talking all things Seth Godin. It's time for the sixth and final part of Poke the Box by Seth Godin, subtitled, When was the last time you did something for the first time? You can go back and listen to the first five parts, or you can just jump in for this this final part. Ultimately, Poke the Box is a little book about trying new things, doing things differently, about taking initiative, and about starting. Life is a buzzer box. Poke it and find out what happens. So as per the previous five parts, the book is written in short 200, 300-word sections, blog posts almost. I'll read out the title and then my favorite parts from the book. If you'd like to grab Poke the Box for yourself, head to aboutseth.com slash books and if you'd like the free resource Seth's team put together to promote the book uh, it's called the poke the box workbook it's free it's a short 15 20 page summary with a lot of questions and actions to really prompt you into taking initiative and starting things head to aboutseth.com slash free let's get into it fear on the left fear on the right Some of us hold back when we should be starting instead. We hold back. We promise to do more research. We wait for a better moment or seek out a kinder audience. This habit, it's extremely common. It eats up our genius and destroys our ability to make the contribution that we're capable of making. This is called hypo-go with an O as in too low. We get trapped into not enough starting. The flip side is also true. Hyper-go, starting too much dealing with our fear of shipping by starting something else instead. The person who constantly asks questions, interrupts, takes endless notes, they're not just annoying, they're also self-sabotaging. And this is a different way of hiding. If you're always dreaming, you can't be held responsible for your work. First, because people think you're crazy. And second, because you're too busy doing the next thing to be held responsible for the last one. Now, F. Scott Fitzgerald describes Jay Gatsby's attitude in the book The Great Gatsby. Gatsby says, What would be the use of doing great things if I could have a better time telling her what I was going to do instead? It's easy to fall so in love with the idea of starting that we never actually start. If you're not making a difference, it's almost certainly because you're afraid. That fear can manifest itself on either end of the spectrum. Too little starting or too much starting. It's not not good to be too fat or too thin or to have too lower blood pressure or too higher blood pressure. And in the same way, it's not good to start too little or too often. It doesn't hurt to ask. Actually, it does hurt. It does hurt to ask the wrong way, to ask without preparation and to ask without permission. It hurts because you never get another chance to ask right. Fear of hubris. The lesson of Icarus is burned into all of us. If you dare to fly, and if you fly too high, you get severely punished. In Australia, we call this the tall poppy syndrome. Don't stand up, don't stand out, or you'll get cut down. A billionaire I interviewed for my first book said, if you cut down all the tall poppies, all you're left with is weeds. We're trained to fit in, to not stand out. And the easiest way to fit into this world 
is to never initiate. Starting as a way of life. Innovation is mysterious. Inspiration is largely unpredictable. But once the habit is ingrained and you become the starter, the center of the circle, you will find more and more things to notice, to instigate and to initiate. Safe. Selling is not safe. You might get rejected. Speaking up is not safe. People might get offended. Innovation is not safe because you will fail, perhaps badly. But now that we've got that out of the way, what are you going to do about it? Hide? Crouch in the corner? Work as hard as you can to fit in? That's not safe either. So you might as well do something that matters instead. And the final section of the book, go, go, go. If you get into the habit of shipping things, of making a difference and poking the box, that's your doing. And the rest of us will take pleasure in enjoying the fruits of your bravery. If you don't start, if you pull back into your shell, if you recoil in fear at this extraordinary opportunity and obligation, then blame Seth, because clearly he didn't do a good enough job of conjoling and daring you into doing the work that you're capable of, the work that matters. You can't lose, so go. And the quote to finish off the book by Siddhartha Gautama, or better known as Buddha, there are two mistakes one can make along the road to truth, not going all the way and not starting. So hopefully Seth did a good enough job of cajoling you and daring you to do the work you're capable of and the work that matters. It's all about taking initiative, doing things differently, and starting. So go out there and start something. I hope you enjoyed Poke the Box by Seth Godin. I certainly did. Feel free to grab a copy at aboutseth.com books or grab Seth's team's free resource, the Poke the Box workbook, which is a, a free 15, 20-page summary filled with questions and actions to cajole you into taking initiative and starting. That's at www.aboutseth.com free. Thank you for listening to the About Seth podcast. I hope you learned something along the way. I strongly urge you to check out more Seth Godin. You could either buy one of his books, check out one of his TED Talks, or subscribe to his daily blog. Or go to aboutseth.com.